0: Good morning. Good morning, and welcome to Morning Prayers in Appleton Chapel. I am delighted today to welcome our friends from Elliott House, who will be joining us for senior talks, and I'm also delighted to introduce our speaker for the day, who will be joining me up here in just a little bit, Emma Wu, who also is a beloved member of the choir. We will begin today's service with a responsive reading from the Black Appleton Psalter Book, Psalm Selection Number 92, found on page number 46. Please stand as you are able as we read responsively by whole verse. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to thy name, O Most High.
1: to the music of the lute and the harp, to the melody of the lyre. Thou, O Lord, hast made me glad by thy birth, and, and the works thy hands, hands are seen for the Lord. The
0: righteous flourish like a palm tree and grow
1: like a cedar in Lebanon. They are planted in the house of the Lord. They flourish in the courts of our God.
0: They bring forth fruit in old age, They are ever full of sap and grain.
2: by John Daniel, it's called One Place to Begin. If you know me, I've probably told it to you. before. You need a reason, any reason. Skiing, a job in movies, the Golden Gate Bridge. <coughs> Take your reason and drive west, past the Rockies. When you're bored with bare hills, dry flats, and distance, stop anywhere, forget where you thought you were going. Rattle through the beer cans in the ditch, If there's a fence, try your luck. They don't stop cows. Follow the first hawk you see, and when the sagebrush trips you, take a good look before you get up. The desert gets by without government. Crush juniper berries. Breathe, smell, smear your face. When you wonder why you're here, yell as loud as you can and don't look behind. Walk. Your feet are learning. Admit you're afraid of the dark. Soak the warmth from scabrock, cheek to lichen. The wind isn't talking to you. Listen anyway. Let the cries of coyotes light a fire in your heart. Remember the terrible song of stars. You knew it once before you were born. Tell a story about why the sun comes back. Sit still until the itches give up. Lizards ignore you. A mule deer holds you in her eyes. Explain yourself over and over. Forget it all when the scrub jay shrieks. Imagine sun, sky, and wind the same over your scattered white bones. My mom used to tell me that I had a pretty vivid imagination, which I think is partly why I like this poem. When I was young, I was terrified by the dark, imagining the most unlikely scenarios to be happening right beside me. Throughout elementary school, I used to run what I called the Backyard Cafe and invite my family members to sit at a picnic table and eat cocktails of dirt and leaves. <laughs> Even today, there's a part of me that gets a kick out of lying on the grass and pretending that I'm an ant seeing a very big world for the very first time. More recently, however, I like to think that I like anything that seems, for lack of a better word, a little bit strange or creative. I like miniature versions of things unconventional aesthetic choices. I like imagining what the Harvard University Choir would be like as a travel, traveling musical theater troupe. <laughs> it has always been kind of fun for me to think about destructive or disorganized thought as a style, an aesthetic, something that you could laugh at or draw just a little too much meaning from, kind of like a game. Recently, however, one of my brothers got diagnosed with schizophrenia. And I've begun to reevaluate my understanding of creativity, agency, and imagination. My brother's experiences with psychosis could be described in some way as hyper creative. He himself might and has described some of his symptoms as inspiring and beneficial to his work. Yet, at the same time, his inability to integrate and organize his thoughts is confusing and isolating for him and for people around him. He toes the fine line between living in reality and fiction, and as an artist and musician himself, the line between his skills and symptoms is sometimes blurred. While I still cherish creativity and imagination just as much as I always have, I've stopped romanticizing the chaos of my imagination. I've stopped idealizing a kind of devotion to art at all costs, and instead appreciate the kinds of art I produce and consume the music I sing in choir as meaningful and powerful, while also healthy and controlled. Whether or not I'd like to admit it, I'm going to graduate pretty soon. And as I do, I think of my brother, a fellow Harvard and choir graduate, and an inspiration to me to continuously be creative and use my imagination. As the poem I opened with starts, you need a reason, any reason. And in many ways, right now, my brother is my reason. He's the reason for my vivid imagination. He is the reason why I love music and why I want to continue to create. He's the reason I want to become a doctor and care for people whose lives are confused by their illnesses, especially those as stigmatized as schizophrenia. And most of all, he's the reason why I care for myself and why I continue to make that a priority, even after I leave this place. Thank you.
0: Stand as you are able and join in singing the hymn, Christ the Lord is Risen Again, hymn number 164. Coffee and conversation at Mem Cafe. To head there, you go down the center aisle and take a left into the memorial room. And as we go into this day, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may the Lord grant you peace. And the gathered people said. Amen.
1: Amen.